0: Hello, everyone. This is episode 664 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, August 7th, 2019. I'm your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I don't have all that much to talk about, so this is going to be, in fact, a short episode. I know I say that sometimes and then I ramble on for a half hour, and I can't yet confirm that that won't happen today, but I'm pretty confident that this will, in fact, be a short episode. Outside of Apex Legends, I haven't had time to mess around with anything, so, yeah, I've got nothing to talk about really there. Uh, I I did play my NES Classic for the first time in months and months and months since I played Castlevania, so whenever that Attack the Backlog episode went live, around that time is when I last played the NES Classic, and the funny thing about it is that While I did hack my NES Classic to put on pretty much every NES game, I've never played any of the games that aren't included. I've only played a handful of games on the system, and I think all the ones I've played are ones that were included in the 30 that were included. Uh, I played Mega Man 2, Punch-Out, Castlevania, and kirby's adventure well that was on there right i may have played contra and i believe contra the original contra wasn't included so that may be the one outlier but um i did turn that on for the first time in a while and i thought it wasn't working at first but then i just noticed the hdmi cable was loose in my not splitter the other thing um hdmi 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 switcher. And yeah, I played a little bit of Punch-Out, got through the first two title bouts, and I was like, yeah, this is good. I also decided to play with the included controller and now my 8-bit Doe, because I remember when I played around with that, when I first got the system and the controller, there was noticeable input lag. And I always use Punch-Out as a barometer for that, uh, and it was very noticeable. I haven't since ever checked to see if there's been firmware updates for the 8-Bit Doe. I only have the NES-style one that isn't the Pro version. It doesn't have the analog nubs, so it's just the, the D-pad and the four buttons and, and the shoulder buttons. Um, so maybe... It's been improved via firmware updates both to the controller and the receiver. Uh, I I know there have been updates that have improved it, but I don't know how up-to-date my piece of hardware is. But I played Punch-Out, and that was still great. One of my favorite NES games, maybe my number two. And then I played a bit of Mega Man 2 and beat... Metal Man and then Wood Man. I don't know what the order is, but I always feel like you start with Metal Man and then you do Wood Man and then, I don't know, like go to Bubble Man or something. Um, but yeah, I beat those those two and that was fine. I, I feel like I still notice a slight bit of input lag with the wired controller. Maybe I'm just losing my mind because uh, I'm not one who's prone to noticing stuff like that i don't i don't think i don't think i'm that sensitive to that stuff as as others uh which is why frame rate wasn't something that i noticed or really paid attention to early on or for a while or at least i just ignored i guess just subconsciously noticed it and and ignored it consciously um but the thing i i maybe i'm just going crazy or something. Or it's just the fact that it is an NES game. And that's how it was. Metal Man stage in particular felt incredibly short. I did not remember it being that short. I was going through the level. And I got to the door. And I was like... Am I already at the boss? Really? That seems... That seems way too soon. This is just something else, right? This is not the boss. Oh shit, it is the boss. Oh, Okay. And then I... Proceeded to beat him silly. And then I went to Woodman. I forgot how good the Woodman music is. I really like that music. It's some good times. And then after that, I went to the Flame area. Instead of like Bubble Man or whatever. Did not like that music. I don't even feel like that music shows up in uh, like compilations or mashups. That take a bunch of music from the uh, Mega Man 2 game. And put them all together. I, I, I'm sure I'm wrong. I'm, it would be weird for them not to include all of the. The Robot Masters songs. But that one just doesn't stand out really. But yeah I play those two games. Because I'm still I'm on this retro kick. And the, the funny thing about it too. Not that but my retro kick in general. Is that going on eBay looking at old games and stuff. And, and seeing the prices. Checking price charting.com, or I believe that's the, the, the URL, which is like how long to beat and that you can use it as a, a guideline uh, to give you a nice little window of what a, a product a game will go for. But it is not entirely accurate. I would I would say in most cases, it's not really that accurate because one Loose cartridges can show up in the uh, listings that are counted towards complete listings and vice versa. If a game has multiple releases on the same console, it seems like that really fucks things up. Uh, The key example I'd throw out there is Sonic the Hedgehog. So there's Sonic the Hedgehog, the bundle copy, not for resale, and the retail release. The not for sale version is pennies it's you know readily available anywhere and it goes for very low prices it's often a game that is just thrown in with a a lot and it's like whatever i can't sell this by itself because no one is going to want it so i'm just going to throw this in with this lot to try and inflate that price somewhat and then the retail version is listed on price charting as being around for a complete copy I think somewhere between like thirteen and and twenty dollars. I think more along the thirteen dollar range. But if you go on eBay and look at these listings and and sold listings, it goes for regularly over a hundred dollars. So that made me well aware of the inaccuracy of price charting. You can use it as uh to give you an idea of what something may cost, and you can look at also the, the listings they're using to give you this number. So you see the complete in box listings that have sold and that are uh, giving you the average price for that uh, version of the game. And then you can see, okay, there are a wide range of listings in here. Let me see what the, the cheap ones are, what those auctions look like, and what these other ones look at. and, and in addition to that, there are variations of complete in box. There's for like Genesis games, complete in box with the hang tab, and any additional promo material in addition to the manual and the cartridges in the case and all that. You know, There's complete in box, no hang tab. Uh, the manual could be slightly damaged; it could be missing the cover. Like there, there's a lot of variations that go in there, so it's impossible. You know, and like a, it is impossible for them to get truly accurate valuations, but. Yeah, it's not something you should look at as a gold star in terms of whether you are selling, planning to sell, or buying games. You just have to look for yourself. Like, Just go to eBay, search the, the, the game you're looking for, and see soul listings, and see what it goes for, and use that uh, as a judgment. And, and look at the quality of each one. Um, so yeah, but the funny thing too is just seeing how varied listings are for the same game. So I realized I don't have, I, I may have a, a loose copy of Mortal Kombat 2, but that's it. And I saw a listing for Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3 for like 30 something bucks with, you know, buy it now or, or best offer. And I got it for 30 bucks total, shipping included. Uh, and they were all complete with really nice looking manuals and the, the cartridges all looked really nice you know, the art and everything I'm like you know 10 bucks a piece sure I don't mind that and then I saw other listings when I was just looking through random listings to see what else might be out there that might catch my eye that may not be too cheap or may not be too expensive and there are people listing like here's Mortal Kombat 1 complete in box and more Kombat two and three loose starting bid ninety-nine dollars. And I'm like, what the hell? Like it just is blowing my mind. And then there are things that are like uh here's a game that is complete and you can get it for eighty bucks. And then somebody has it graded, and it's uh a thousand dollars. Get this fuck out of here. Also, grading games is stupid. I mean, I'm sure it isn't the case, but with a game, because it's this case, there is no way to say what the hell is in that case when it's graded and sealed. It could be anything. You know, there could be some shady graders out there who just remove the game and replace them with other games that weigh the same. So... A game like Theme Park for Sega Genesis, which is somewhat valuable. They can remove that and replace it with FIFA International Soccer. Because of the same type of cartridge. That big one with the yellow thing. I forget what the, they're called. Um, but yeah, just l- looking at the stuff on there, it's, it's funny. Uh, and yeah. it It is a thing. But I've been... Looking at some stuff because I just, I'm I'm very I'm in a very retro mood, and, and going back to play Punch Out and um, Mega Man Two, brought back some very good memories, and I wonder if my time with Castlevania was more frustrating because I was playing it through with the 8-bit dough, um, that could be possible, but yeah. I really I really want a copy of Phantom 2044. I thought I had a loose cartridge. I don't, and it's really annoying me because I love that game and I want a copy of it. I think there might be a hard shell version of it, but all I see listings wise are for a cardboard version, which I, I I don't want cardboard versions if at all possible. But that seems to go around $45 and I don't I don't want to spend that much. On it, just yes. And if I'm going to spend a high amount of money on a single game, it's going to be the signed copy of General Chaos because it's General Chaos, and it's signed, and it's General Chaos. Another annoying thing that I've been dealing with today is that I opted to change all the videos that were premiering on my YouTube page to hidden, to private, and scheduled for release later. But with the new way that the Creator Studio set up, it just confused me, I guess, And I accidentally published all of them today for maybe a minute. And then I, of course, set them back to private and scheduled their release. But this isn't like a huge deal or anything. But it's going to annoy the shit out of me in that all those videos, when they do go live, their published date will be August 7th. So I'm going to have episode 24, 25, 26, 27, and 28 as being published today. And I don't like that. I want them to be published. I want their published date to be on the day they're supposed to be published. I don't still have the files to re-upload them, which I would 100% do if I did. I used to save all the videos after I made them. And then I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't need to do this. What am I ever going to need these videos for again? Fuck me. I'm an idiot. So that sucks. But it is what it is. I wish I could download the original files. But, of course, YouTube does not allow you to do that. When you download something that you've uploaded, it just gives you, like, I think a 720p 30fps video that is super compressed. Like, it's just, it's it's a horrible file. The file I uploaded for the Shadows of the Damned episode was, I think, a little under 7 gigs. And the file they'll, they'll let me download is 337 megabytes. So not exactly the same, won't you say? And of course, there is no way to contact YouTube support because I'm not big enough. You have to be uh, however big before you can get access to their email support. And then you have to be even bigger to get access to their live chat support. And as far as I know, even if you are big, their support is garbage anyway. Um, So, yeah, not that I would expect them to be like, okay, fine, we'll change these. That's all I want you to do. It's not gonna hurt anyone. Just change all these videos that were accidentally published for a minute back to being unpublished. I, I don't like it's just is it really gonna irk me to see them all with the same published date when they're not gonna be published on like it just I don't like it at all. And then Apex Legends, which I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but it's like the only thing I've had time to play because I just play when I eat. Apparently, from the 13th of August to the 27th, they're going to have a limited time event. And that limited time event is going to be a solo mode, which should be interesting. Of course, if it is popular, it won't be a limited time event. It will be a permanent fixture in Apex Legends. And, yeah, I'm going to be interested to see how that goes. Because, especially compared to the game where you are are in your squad of three and then whatever, five squads drop in a hot location, if it's instead 15, 20 people dropping in a specific location, all of them on their own teams of one, it could get really, really hectic. Solo, the, the thing about solo mode is that it could potentially lead for some players into ridiculously high kill counts. Especially initial, like, there, there are, there's a potential that somebody could get, I like. I just realized too that it takes away the the knockdown feature so that you're not going to be knocking down anyone because you can't be revived. So once you're dead, you're dead, um, which will make, that that is probably going to be one of the most interesting aspects of it is that you have to be more careful because you can't be revived and you can't be respawned once you're dead you're dead. Uh so yeah, it would be interesting to see how that plays out, how it feels to play the game solo. It's it's nowhere near the same as playing it solo when your teammates drop in the regular mode. That's a very different type of game still. But if everybody's on their own team, it, it'll be interesting. But yeah, that's pretty much it for for me and all that jazz. I might give streaming a go at some point later this week or this weekend. I don't know what I might do. I've been thinking that it could be fun to do both a video and just stream me playing through all the games on the PlayStation Classic in their janky glory. Like I'm like I'm I'm very curious to see how Rainbow Six feels with an analog stick free controller it's it's, i can't imagine it feeling anything other than just the fucking worst but uh yeah that's pretty much it i am excited to finally get around to recording the audio for resident evil 2 i think one of the things holding me back was that i did not like that paragraph where i talked about rubbing poo in my eyes so i changed that and i think it fits much better now and it has still a joke in it about poop that suits me much more you know you know the joke is good or or i know the joke is good for me if it makes me chuckle and this new joke made me chuckle so it's all good there anywho that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you... Like to check out the video version of this year's show or attack the backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage where every video is published on August 7th and no other date. Just today and never any other date. That's a fact. You can watch everything there though. And if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out there. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day bye, bye.